Jesus Christ, Doc, you disintegrated Einstein. Disintegrated Einstein. Einstein. It's a mini-sode. Hi, it's Frida. And it's Abby. If you could go back in time, what would you change? Would the universe let you make a change? If our future is predetermined, then nothing you can do will change it. If it's open to influence, then anything you do might just change everything. Whatever you decide, just make sure it's an excellent adventure. We are on episode three of five of our time travel miniseries. And this week we're talking Palm Springs. Andy Samberg does time loops. Cheated on and stuck at a wedding with people he doesn't like, Niles wanders off into the desert only to come across a magic glowing cave. So naturally he goes inside. Biggest mistake of his life or best thing he's ever done. Niles just rolls with it until Melody enters the game and teaches herself quantum physics, which solves everything, of course. <laughs> best bit. That's it. But I'm <laughs> jumping ahead. Yes. Yeah, I'm jumping ahead. <laughs> Do you know what? I will watch any movie that pa- that Andy Samberg does. Like, I trust oh. any movie this man makes, I am going to enjoy and want to watch repeatedly as well. Oh, we're going straight into Andy Samberg because... <laughs> well, general about the... I mean, it's his movie, so, you know. <laughs> I... Andy Samberg, I just love Andy Samberg so much. He's like my ideal... He would be my ideal man. <laughs> Because he's like <laughs> Jewish, funny, sexy. Like he's just he's just my fantasy man. I could watch him all day. Yeah. And do you know who he's married to? Do you know who he's married to? I did know and now I can't. No, wait, who is it? It's Joanna Newsom. Do you know who the harp she? player? She's like the oh. cackly witch harp player. You don't know exactly Joanna Newsom? Every now and then I remember Joanna Newsom okay, and I listen to her, her album Is Again. Joanna Yeah, Newsom. like they're the coolest couple. Yeah. Okay. The meteorite is the source of the light and the meteor is how it's perceived. And the meteorite <laughs> is a stone that's devoid of the fire. The thing about okay. that I love about Joanna Newsom is she has this song called Emily about her sister who's an astronomer. Right. Oh, okay. And she writes in there that you 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 told me everything about the stars, and then I put it, I wrote it in my ledger, and I set it to verse so I'd always remember. And then she goes on to say a rhyme that she made up to remember the difference between meteor, meteorite, meteoroid, and meteorite, and fucks it and fucks it up. It's wrong. Yeah. And every time I hear it, I'm like, no, it's definitely wrong. And then I go to Reddit, and people people are like, what did she mean by it? I mean, it's like, is she talking about her own like? bad memory like what does this mean what's the because she's a poet we're like what does she mean why you know we all know it's wrong we all know it's wrong but like what did she mean by it um and it just fucks me up um every time i remember that she fucked it up i'm just like what is why how do you know what i'm gonna use that i'm gonna i'm gonna claim that like um if uh if i come across something if i make a mistake in something i'm just gonna claim that it's like but did i do it on purpose for a secret meaning (laughs) yeah art versus science oh no i fucked it up for art art reasons not science reasons yes (laughs) she's Um, never said anything about it anyway i digress i love him And the fact that he married such a cool person just drives home. Whenever someone ends up with a cool wife, you're like, well, they're obviously like if a woman 
that I like picked him. It just it just doubles his stock. <laughs> I love it. We're talking about a movie. I know, I know, I know. But it's so it's such a good movie. Like it's so fun and it's, it's so clever. So and the cle- like so much of the cleverness in that movie comes from his presence because like, I yeah. mean, it it just is like my the one of my absolute. <laughs> Like, I know that it's not the movie that we're talking about, but I will watch Popstar over and over and over and over again because of that man. Because it is just so Pop clever. Star. Oh my God, I never saw that. Yeah. He's oh, really amazing. Frida, you have to watch Popstar and then we need to talk about it because seriously, okay. it's a lonely island movie. He's... It's so good. Andy Serberg is really is a revelation. It's like, yeah. not only is this movie so clever, it's so original and it's so clever, but it's like he is it's so refreshing watching him yeah. in the movie is so refreshing it's like i've seen every tired thing again and again and again right and you yeah. think i'm so bored i'm so bored everything gets repeated and then he turns up and it's completely fresh and it's completely new and even, and i but i can still watch this a dozen times and never get bored even though, yeah. you know i just i love watching him that's what's so clever about it. And I just want to say, because I know we are like banging on about Andy Samberg quite a bit, but just to say that the um, the screenplay is written by Andy Ciara. Um, and, um, sorry. So the screenplay, uh, so it's by director Max Barbacow and screenwriter Andy Ciara, but they came up with the idea together because they were students together at the American Film Institute. And the thing that I love the most about it is... Um, the fact that we enter the story halfway through his story. We don't enter mm. it at the beginning of him falling into a time loop. We don't get all of that, you know, like, oh, what's happening? Why is world like this? We we find him. We don't know it at the start, but we just find him halfway through. He's been in this loop for however long. And his behavior initially to us isn't clear as to what it is until we realize, like, he's in the loop. And uh, and I just I, that's my favorite thing about it. I think. Yeah, it's like boom, you're immediately it's in immediately you're immediately sort of trying to figure out what's going on with this guy. There isn't any like slow start. It's it's straight into it. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Is there um, anything else you want to talk cool. about the the movie itself now before we have a chat about the cast and? No, because there's a lot of best. Yeah, like it'll come yeah. up. Okay, cool. All right, so cast. Mm-hmm. So we've already had a little bit of a. A love fest there about Sandberg, but I mean, come on. There's aside from Sandberg, we have the absolute glory that is uh, Christina Milioti and J.K. Simmons. I mean, come on. What more Christina do you want? Christina Milioti is so great. She was in the Black Mirror episode, which is my favorite Black Mirror episode. She is so good in that. And I've just been rewatching Fargo season two, where she plays the the mother. She's so good in that. She's so good in everything she does. Yeah, and J.K. Simmons, so good. I love his character in it. That's the thing. I like each of their characters. They've each got, like, their own stuff. But the way... So so should we just go into discussion number one? Because it's the time tra- time travel story. But but that that's kind of where we need to talk about each of the people and how they end up in the loop, I guess. Mm. I, ha- yes, I have so. more cast members, though, oh, yeah, to sorry, get out go, of the go, way go. before we yeah, talk absolutely. about absolutely. Go for it. Okay. I have a few. June Squibb shows up twice. She has like very small roles. She's the old lady that talks to them. Yeah. She's like a comedy genius. And they just, it's like a few, two Nemo. sentences. 
Oh, yeah, she's a Mimo. Um, but also Dala is Dale Dickey. He's definitely a James Redhorn. I love Dale Dickey. Works so much. Um, love her. She is Dala who he has sex with her. And then she's like, I bet that was great. Oh, yeah. Like, and then Andy was like, you bet, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a funny scene. Peter Gallagher yeah. as well, Mr. Handsome. Peter Gallagher has some fucking hilarious bits in it. Um, and Chris Pang. Chris Pang oh, yeah. is the Gallagher, Australian yeah. guy. Yeah. He's doing really interesting stuff at the moment. Like he's doing a whole thing where he's like representing Asian men mm. being entire full characters. Right. And possible love interests of people that aren't Asian. You know, <laughs> oh my God, yeah. it's crazy. But he's working really hard at the moment. Um, and he's so good in this that I forget that his character is not an actual person. Mm. And I'm, I just hate him. He's so He plays it so well. Yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> That guy is such a real person. This like Australian guy with a cowboy hat being like, we got a lot of spiders. I'm Australian. He's like hamming up the accent and talking about spiders. There are, there are 1 million people like that in this country. They're so annoying. And he was so <laughs> real that I hated him so much. And I had to remind myself that it's Chris Pang playing a character, but he's just so <laughs> seamless that I forget that it's just an actor. He was so funny. I know that guy. He's so annoying. Spiders. You ain't come to Australia. Spiders. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's so boring. With a massive cowboy hat and like the whole crazy suit. It's like. The suit is hilarious. (laughs) It's so. I I know people like that. I know some marriage celebrants here. People that are like. These guys that are like, I'm a marriage celebrant and I'm going to like be like quirky and wear like crazy clothes <laughs> and be this like loud marriage celebrant and just get laid out of it and just uh, get yeah. laid out of it. <laughs> like two come to mind no. just off the bat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd be so oh, angry. Anyway, like this I- is my wedding fucker. <laughs> I'll come back to him a bit later. But yeah, that's all my cast. Okay, cool. Let's go into time travel story then. So, um, great. Right, we've got a loop. Uh, How does it work? Um, I don't know. So, (laughs) 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 I've no idea. Uh, So, I I wrote, I'm looking at my notes. I'm like, what the fuck are these? What are, like, seriously, this is so long ago that I was like, what? But I wrote my notes. Wait, I wrote, how does it work to end the story that they escape, but I remember the loop, that they escape, but remember the loop, but then JK sees Niles, who doesn't remember him. What happened to that Niles? Different timelines. The one where he continues on as if a loop has never happened and the Niles that was in the loop. Okay, so basically, right, I figured it out. This comes back to what we... Right, so first off, let's talk about how they get into the loop. So we've got Niles on his... He he randomly goes in. Then we know Niles brings JK in because they're so high and um, he fucks up. And then Miliati follows him into the loop. So so then we have three people in the loop. Um, Two of them there because of Niles. But uh, Niles, arguably there because of his cheating girlfriend. So, <laughs> once we have the three people in the loop, um, this comes back to then what we've talked about before, what you've brought up before about memory, and also yeah. this whole thing 
that I think nearly broke your brain when we did Happy Death Day to you. Of what where happens? they all go. Where did yeah, they, where yeah. are they all? <laughs> yeah, that killed me. So this was the thing. So I think I only questioned it when we get to the end of the story when when JK goes up to Niles at the at the ceremony and Niles doesn't know who he is. And I'm just like, oh, okay. So what happened to... What? <laughs> where's so Niles? Like, okay, so yeah, exactly. Where, where's like the so, Niles got out of the loop? Niles, Niles and Miliadi so, got out of the loop, but in JK's loop, there's still a so Niles and Miliadi at the wedding, right? So in that version of Niles and Miliadi at the wedding and JK, then he's like, fuck it. So he must go to the cave and do his thing as well. And JK gets out of... So what happens to all those people at the wedding? What happens to Niles, JK and Miliadi that are not in the loop but are at the wedding do they have a different timeline future than our three characters who exited the loop and remember being in it so so (laughs) it seems like they're trapped they're going back in time and relive the day go back in time relive the day so they're time traveling right Mm -hmm. so they're seeing uh niles uh, he's seeing niles the day before Right. Like he's basically going back to a different time where it's a different Niles if you talk about things being in different times as different places. Yeah. Right. Um, and then the Niles in the future got out of there. But the question is like that, why does that Niles not know what's happening? Like it's almost like you leave and you're replaced with someone that doesn't know about the loop or your memory is so, gone. Actually, so, so is what it I, more? What I've said, what? Yeah. Yeah, go on. No, go, 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 go. <laughs> No, no, I'm saying, so they're going back and reliving it, going back, reliving it, right? Mm. They're starting the day again, starting the day again, starting the day again. So, and then of course, the question is like, what happens to all these people? Do they continue? Mm. They continue and they continue. And then you just go back in time and go back in time. So is there multiple futures? I don't think there is multiple futures, but but the thing where it, where it breaks down is that it seems like it's a rinse repeat situation. You go back, you go back, you go back. The problem where that sort of falls out is that he talks about this whole thing. It's like, while it's rinse repeat, but he says hurting people matters, pain matters, what you do to people matters, it does matter what you do. Hmm. I guess because what he's saying is just in case they do go on, like just because I don't, he's like, I don't know how the universe works, but just yeah. in case this isn't a pure rinse repeat situation, I better be careful not to harm anybody in case the universe works in a way that they have to then go on with that pain. So he's like, yes. I don't know, but I do believe that like you shouldn't harm others. So that would be like, he has no idea how any of this is working. Yeah. So I was just thinking, and I realized that what it is, I guess, is that the, when at the end, when JK goes back and he has Niles who doesn't, who doesn't remember him and JK realizes, Oh, you've exited the loop. That Niles is the Niles that is going to go into the loop that evening and start the whole cycle. Yeah. Yeah, because Niles has gone on to the next day. He's no longer within the loop with JK. But uh, that evening, we know, because that that Niles is completely unaware. So I would expect that that Niles doesn't have a next day future anyway where he just wakes up the next day, you know, his girlfriend's just cheated on him with the officiant and he's gone off and he's never met uh, Miliati. Um, that Niles's future is to go into the loop that evening, no matter what. Yeah. 
So that Niles is always in the loop. But Niles, who has lived through the loop, has exited. And next day, Niles is that Niles. And the future, the only future for Niles is the exiting the loop Niles. Yeah, so the only and Niles that gets to the next day is Niles that has been in the loop for like 40 years or however long he's there. This is the thing. How long? But then my next question was, do they age in the loop? Um, they can't, right? Yeah, and this is why Happy Death Day to You is kind of has a foot over everybody else's because if you're going back and time traveling, surely your body bears the, the marks. Mm. They're not aging, no. They can eat whatever they want and not get fat. Yeah. They can't because, like, the Why thing though? is, if they did age, then eventually like there would reset. be... Well, yeah, because eventually if they aged, eventually they would just um, be at a point of dying of old age. But every time they die, they go back at the start of the loop anyway. So, yeah, so their time, their body clock time resets as well, no matter how many times they go back in the loop. Anyway, love a time loop. Do you know what loop. gets me? Do you know what <laughs> yeah. gets me? I would say time travel, but even if they don't go into the cave, which seems like the way they go time travel, they still time travel. Yeah. So if she goes to the cave earlier than him, she goes back, he still has to finish the day and then he goes back, whether or not he goes into the cave and then they start the day together. So in that situation, like she starts the day and he starts the day, even though he's had 10 more hours than her. Yeah. Okay, but the so that's I guess we can say time travel is time travel, but so that it's it really is like a re, it's a reset, as in there's no actual time travel that you, there's no mechanism that you do, which whether you go in the cave, or you don't travel anywhere, you still are going back in time. So you're not traveling. It's not a time travel thing. It's a reset. Reset. And yeah. Reset it, button. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> the ca- If you it went into the cave each it's time. It's a magic cave. Of course it doesn't make sense. <laughs> but even if you don't go to the cave, that's what I mean yeah. though. Right? So then I, because I was wondering that because I was like, when he crawls into the cave to reset it so that he can go back early, is that a new loop? Has he created another new loop? No, but also why does he crawl into the cave? He just couldn't die and start again. Like there's no need for him to crawl into the cave. Well, I suppose he's to been escape shot. Him. Right. Been, he wants yeah, to he's escape. Been shot in the he, he wants to escape. No, the, the guy he went in already. What's coming. JK went in already, so I guess he's just like to end the pain of having been shot in the ass maybe. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty great. Die yeah, slowly okay. and reset I mean, I- or just do it quickly. <laughs> Well, well, I think the whole thing is like, it's a reset, right? So yeah. the whole point is that the whole story of it, there's the mechanism, but the whole story is basically saying they have to suffer existence. That's the point, really. Yeah. The point is exploring the idea that we have no choice but to suffer existence. Now, in our situation, I suppose we technically have a way out, although most people wouldn't take that. Therefore, there is no way out. Do you know what I mean? So... Mm. It's like it's basically an extreme version of that where suicide is just not an option. And so it's exploring the idea where we look at existence as something that we have no choice but to suffer it. So therefore, how do you choose to spend your time? And that's basically the question. Yeah. It's like this sort of 
existential crisis they're just thrown into, but really we're always in that crisis. And what's really lovely about it as well is that it, uh, because you have the three people in there, you have three different perspectives of how they're dealing with their existence. Yep. And so we don't have that normal thing. Like, I mean, look, the, the classic, of course, is Groundhog Day, but like all these other time loops, it's always been like the same person is always looping back and having to explain to the people around them that they're in a loop. Whereas this time round, we get we get the perspective of someone who's been in the loop for a long time and has just accepted his existence and is just like, there's nothing I can do, so I'll just be. And then you have Miliati mm-hmm. who's like, no, I can change this. And then you have JK who's angry about his situation. And it's just like, um, it's a great contrast. And I just really enjoy that, that you get mm-hmm. to see the different perspectives. And we don't have to go through that whole, you know, now he has to explain, I'm in a loop and we met yesterday and yeah. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Yeah, um, and I also, by the, the suggestion is that he's he's gone through every single one of those stages as well. I like that idea. Yes. Like he's been through every stage. It's great. Shall shall we move into the second part then? Because uh, so the second the second discussion is about the time travel method. We don't like yeah. We don't really have a technology here, but what I do enjoy about this is we do get given an actual, real physical way for them to exit the loop at the end, rather than the Groundhog Day one or that you know you have to change your life, you have to become a better person. There's some certain magical response that you're going to have, the way you help the people around you that is going to allow you to exit the loop. You know, something like that. This yeah. is a very this is a very physical thing where it's like, okay, there's this thing and this is what we need to do to get out of the loop. It's not about how we grow as people. We just happen to grow through the process of being in the loop. Yeah, I, I love that. I love that when she thinks she's solved it because she's like, I cheated on you or whatever. And and, yeah. and she thinks like, I did it. And he's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> I really think that that's new as well. That's yeah. a very refreshing thing, that it isn't about being better. There's no reason for any of this, just like there's no reason for existence. It just is. Yeah. Also, it's she's a terrible realistic. person. <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> can't imagine what 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 (laughs) i like that they don't resolve that at the end they just go like look that was a mistake let's leave the wedding like the married couple just be happy together let's us move on having grown as people let's not blow everything up but still it's also like yeah but you're a terrible person (laughs) but she knows the way that they resolve that is that she doesn't hurt her sister she just looks at the guy and says don't fuck this up and he's like i won't yeah which is which is also brilliant. Um, so the the bit so in terms of the actual time travel method, so they go into the cave and they go through the glowy thing, and then we find out a bit later that it's got something to do with quantum mechanics. Now, uh, there's a line Great. that she says that she has a discussion with someone about it, and it's like observer access on the other side of the Cauchy horizon. And so I had a look at this, and this actually does relate to a specific type of black hole. So Mm -hmm. what happens is you have the event horizon being the line where no information can escape from inside. But then inside, we're from... Uh, So we've got the event horizon being the line where no information can escape from. And then inside the event horizon, you have the Cauchy horizon, which is the place where determinism breaks down and the past no longer determines the future. Make of that what you will, because that's as far as I looked into this. Can you repeat that? Absolutely. 
Uh, okay, so the Cauchy horizon relates to a specific type of a black hole. I can't remember exactly what it was. It's like a standard non-rotating with a charge black hole thing. Um, so we know the event horizon. Once you pass the event horizon, you can't get, no information can get back out. But then further through in, there's another horizon, which is the Cauchy horizon. And this is a place where once you pass the Cauchy horizon, determinism breaks down and the past no longer determines the future. And what's the sentence that she says? Um, observer access on the other side of the Cauchy horizon. So uh, from what I understand, they basically say that there is no way to, um, oh God, what was it again? No observer could ever pass through the Cauchy horizon point because they would be annihilated, basically. So I think that's what they're saying. They're, I think what they're saying is that it's something, they're creating some idea that it's related to this concept of the Cauchy horizon where they're in this loop because there's no... There's no longer a a direct timeline. There's no longer like past to the future and yeah. whatever happens in the future is along this arrow of time. They seem to be saying that instead we don't have an arrow of time anymore. Past, future doesn't really matter. It's just everything is just happening. Um, gotcha. gotcha. And she gotcha. wants to get across this horizon. So she's like, oh. I want to get to the other side of this horizon or how do I get outside of this? And... Um, in physics, basically, like uh, the the whole concept is that no no one could actually pass through the Cauchy horizon. You would just be annihilated. So I guess that's what they're saying. They're like, she's like, okay, we're going to go in. And the only way we can get out of here is we're going to have to blow ourselves up. How that works, I don't know. It's like you have to propel yourself out of there with enough energy more than you it took to trap you in there. Yeah. Yeah, she, so that's what she says as well. It's about getting out of the box, that they're they're trapped in a box. They're trapped in a box of energy and it takes 3.2 seconds to travel across the box, which I guess is some sort of closed time-like curve, which we talked about before on other um, uh, time travel movies. So if they're on this closed time-like curve and it takes 3.2 seconds for them to go around this curve to come back to the beginning point again this box that they're in then the only way that they can get outside of this box as you said is by uh applying more energy than it took um that it takes to contain them inside the box um so yeah so i guess like the way i'm trying to picture it visually is to think about like a rocket ship trying to escape the gravitational well of a planet you know you got you got to put in a certain amount of fuel to be able to get away from uh the gravitational pull Okay. I mean, I love it. There are bits and pieces there that kind of do make sense to me, but whether it comes together and it doesn't matter. But uh, yeah, it does. Yeah. There are bits no. and pieces there that it kind of does relate to ideas about physics that sort of make sense about applying more energy than it takes before you like it. Yeah, so that I don't... in the time that it takes you to go back to the thing, you have to apply energy to leave the thing so you don't end up back around or whatever. Yeah, I don't like I don't particularly feel like it gives an explanation or that it's like a justified explanation for how things happen in the movie. I just appreciate that it tries to give us some sort of, okay, well, look, this is the thing that they have to do to get out of it. She's figured it out and this is what they have to do to get out of it. Not like, as we said, not some action, some altruistic behavior, some whatever. It's just like, no, we just we do this thing. We get out. Yeah, and then she does it, and it works. 
and they're out. Yeah. I like that as well. There is they don't fuck around with that. Yeah, I always awesome. loved cool. the end bit with JK because I remember when I first watched the movie and it got to that point and I remember being really angry because I was like, what the fuck? What about JK? What What's happening? And then I loved that um, she had sent him a message. Yeah. And I was like, okay, it's I okay. He's, he'll get out too. That's fine. <laughs> so good. Um. Yeah, awesome. Should we go on to the next part? Yeah. Uh, which is just best bits yeah (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you might have a few (laughs) well yeah no I have a few not as many just yeah I mean like the thing is the the whole movie is so great the the whole movie is so great that it's it's kind of hard to like just go okay but like yeah I've got a list but I do have one two three four five six I've got there's so many seven. that I you could you could put a dozen but I just yeah. I just picked like stuff okay uh, I've got seven uh-huh. so let me give you my first one uh, basically okay. like J.K. Simmons first appearance with the arrow and Miliati and they're in the desert and she's no idea what's going on and she's freaking out and we don't know what's going on just some random dude has turned up and he just shoots him with an arrow and it's like what is this <laughs> what is yeah. happening I just love the zero context aspect to the yeah i love the it. drama <laughs> i love the drama of it and once you learn the story you realize like because they're so fucking bored he just keeps on different exciting ways to hunt him down this time with the bow and arrow <laughs> <laughs> so good uh go on what's yeah. your first one may i cut in <laughs> on their first dance just his like attempt to sleep with the bride <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so funny <laughs> um i i really like when um i really like when jk and sandberg are partying in the bathtub (laughs) just think it's really funny that was like my next one too i wrote this this the whole drugs bit but they're slow dancing too just they're high they're just so high it's so funny so funny (laughs) although Um, that 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 whole thing with the bathroom and the oh my god yeah Oh, it's so good. Um, Spud, yeah. I'm your son. Let <laughs> me your truck. Because he has all the information. So and he's like, I always he's knew. Like, I know, and I always had a feeling. <laughs> so it's so good. So all right, this this one, this part is so funny. It's the end of Ben Pang's like best man speech when he goes, so we can keep. The boat afloat. And then Peter Gallagher's just weeping. <laughs> and I love how you assume you assume it's some in-joke, but it's so right. stupid. Like the movie doesn't even bother explaining it and they don't need to explain it because we've all been there to these kinds of things where they have these in-jokes and we're like, keep yeah. the boat because he's a sailor or like whatever. <laughs> and then it, I love the zero context shit because... You get this perspective on all this wedding bullshit that he now has of how dumb it all is. Yeah. His perspective on everything is like, humans are so dumb. Yeah. And the shit we do is so fucking stupid. <laughs> but that, that, the repetitive, yeah. the repeat, keep the boat <laughs> afloat. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Um, um, What's your next one? 
Speaking of uh, people being dumb and doing stupid shit, uh, the denim dancing in the pub. Oh, that's that's the best part of the entire film. It's that's the best part of the whole film. Exceptional. That's what I would do. Like, I love that they spent, you know, when I was saying before, it's like this existential thing. It's like, okay, if we have to suffer existence, like, what are you going to do? I love that they spent a good chunk of that time learning a dance. Yeah. Like, they're like, well. Going to get let's matching do a dance. outfits, getting everything ready. <laughs> it's just so that, mad. <laughs> that's what I want to do with my life. That's what I'm, I want to do. Like, with my friends, I want, that's what I want. Yes. That's all I want. Yes. Oh, if we were in the same country, I would do that with you. <laughs> and just, just their dance and the way they like, they go, yeah, they just throw shit at the end and like run I, out and like make gestures. The <sighs> best part of it as well is just the fact that like we've seen these people in the bar before because we've seen them be in the bar before. But like you, they go in and it's that memory, that moment where you remember. Like at first you go like, oh yeah, it's the bar and the people. And then you go, oh wait, they don't know who they are. <laughs> That's right. They're like, what the fuck? (laughs) Just two random people in denim. (laughs) denim. I love that you said the denim dancing. Because that is the side ponytail, the sparkle, the the jazzled vests or whatever. Like, oh, Oh, how seriously they take it. It's excellent. The fact that they don't fall into a fit of giggles or run away in a kind of silly, like, oh, wasn't that so silly what we did at the end? It was just like, no, this is. (laughs) This is so serious. I I just, that is everything. Excellent. She's so funny in that. Uh, Her commitment. Um, Okay, the bomb in the cake. Yes, that was my next one, the bomb in the cake. (laughs) If only I could remember the actual dialogue. You have foiled my plan. Oh, it's so the pirate. He's like in a pirate, or she's in a. She has a hook. Does one of them have a hook? Yeah. Does she have a hook? They do. And I think she's they've got something weird. I can't remember, but yeah, it's so. <laughs> oh, could you imagine? Oh, I just so every time they do anything like this, it's just that. Like I said, with the same with the denim dancing one, is that moment where you're just like the, all the people at the wedding just going, "Why are you ruining my wedding?" <laughs> Just like knowing we're able to enjoy it because we know, yeah, it's fine. You'll get married again tomorrow. But like, it's so good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Harmless. But um, there really was a bomb in the cake for the, in terms of the, the family. They were like, wow, there really yeah. was a bomb. But why are you, why with that accent? Why did you, why did you do it? Okay. I think, um, I think my absolute, so I wrote one down here, but I honestly can't remember what it was. I wrote down fork in the face and I can't remember why <laughs> or what the fork in the face oh was about. So we'll just move past that one. Um, do you have any more? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, oh. I know what it was. It's it's to the groom. He gets a fork like in his cheek or something. Yeah. Like it's like a cheek fork, the groom. And I, I like they have a fight at some point and there's a fork. He puf- puts a fork in the groom's okay. face. Um, and then my last one, it, the the dance was like my best one, but th- this one, um, so when they're doing the shooting range and, yeah. and, and it's the target is someone and, um, the, and they're like, who's the target? And he's like, he ran off with my wife and the way she just turns and like cocks the gun and she's like, and she just shoots <laughs> it straight through their head. It's very funny. Too. Nice. Uh, my absolute it. That's it. favorite bit. And I don't know why it's such a small little thing, but it's, I think it's just the way they play everything. 
it's when Samberg goes to see JK in his house and meets the kids and everything like that. And then he's like, uh, he basically, just the fact that he's like, I don't want to have to drive back. So can you just reset the day for me? And then the next shot is him standing inside the bin in the alleyway and JK with the crossbow. So I know, and that made me think, in that timeline, does the wife find the body in the bin? Yes. You know what I mean? That made me think, like, does that person, does that, they go on to, like, that body just is in a bin now. Like, it, it made me think, like. <laughs> that JK's gone to jail. That's that all. <laughs> and he spent time no, we, jail, we've dying agreed. slowly in the ICU. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, yeah. No, we've j- established there's no extra timelines that have been created it is a reset loop always so yeah i just i just love the whole thing where he's just like yeah could you just shoot me with a crossbow because i couldn't be arsed driving all the way back to the venue (laughs) just give me a can you give me a shortcut it's just great um that's it that's it for me me too yeah so uh have you got any final comments i have one okay it's just the name Abraham, Eugene, Trent, Schlifflin. I don't know why it's funny, but it's funny. That's like the group's name. <laughs> Abraham, Eugene, Trent, Schlifflin. Great. So good. Uh, my only one is What's that, it? you know, the house that they're in at the end, the very final yeah. shot and the family turn up and then they camera pans out. And as the camera pans out more and more, you see that there's literally nothing else there except for this one house, not a single other house. You got this entire desert landscape and this one house with the pool in the middle of it. And I'm just like, there is no way in hell you could pay me enough money to ever live there. No. In Palm Springs or in that house? In that house. That is that is Murderville Central. That yeah. is you're being murdered in your sleep and you won't be found for a year house no i need neighbors (laughs) that was all do you know my brother lives in palm springs okay he's an assistant rabbi there (laughs) okay that's all that's my story does he like it so yeah his his wife's family is just like this palm springs family his wife's dad is like the rabbi in palm springs and they all just live in palm springs and they love it and so he he lived there. I don't know if he likes it or not. But he like he's had like a break in, someone like break in with a gun and then throw like his urn at him. No, it was like a slow cooker. Or just out the window to get out the window. And then just Fuck. like two days ago, a car, a guy who had to quote unquote clear his head, just drove straight through the wall of the synagogue, like to clear because he needed to clear his head. So <sighs> I don't know. Fucking like hell. it seems like things happen in Pop Springs. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. So my assessment is correct. No one could pay me to live yes, there. Yes, I think so. <laughs> Great. I think so. <laughs> Palm Springs. Yeah. All right yeah. then. Anyways, um, okay. Well then, that stuff. was our Palm Springs minisode, um, which is super fun. Uh, wibbly wobbly timey wimey. Next week, That's I right. believe shall be. Well, not next week. That's a lie. Next episode, I believe, shall be Looper. Looper. Yeah. Yay. All right, cool. Thank you. Bye.
forward. Go forward.